Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Islam is growing around the world, but did you know Jesus loves the Muslim people? Today we interview Mateen Alas, who is helping to print Muslim Bibles in their own native languages, and you can help. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live guest in studio, a returning guest and a fan favorite, Mateen Alas is helping with Voice of Preaching the Gospel. That's VOPG.org. Welcome to the studio, Mateen. How are you, sir? Chaps, great to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you. No, I, I'm excited because we love the Muslim people. Uh, <clears throat> we don't necessarily agree with Islam, right? Absolutely. Uh, every, everything that, that Muhammad taught uh, may be suspect, but the Jesus loves the Muslim people in his heart, especially for the Middle East and all these different languages that you're helping to, to facilitate <clears throat> preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ in their native languages. Uh, tell us about yourself. Well, I was raised in the Middle East uh, to a Muslim father, grew up in Saudi Arabia, came to faith in Jesus at age 20. That led to my being uh, kicked out of my family by my father, blacklisted. And uh, that, that uh, kept on for about 15 years that uh, he wouldn't have anything to do with me and then slowly opened the doors for, uh, for myself and my wife and children to be readmitted into the family. Um, I served as a minister of the gospel for 33 years in various churches, um, went on for a PhD in New Testament studies. And then about six years ago, the Lord called me away from pastoral ministry to this specialized ministry with Voice of Preaching the Gospel uh, with the goal of reaching Muslims uh, with the love of Christ and with the word of God. Well, thank God for that. Uh, that <laughs> must have been a, a, a terrible <clears throat> experience with your family to be separated for 20 years, but then talk about the reconciliation. Are you back in touch with your dad or your family? Well, with my family, yes. My father passed away just two weeks before the 9-11 attacks in 2001. And, uh, but about 10 years before that, uh, after having kept me at bay, he, he opened the doors to the reestablishment of a relationship. He remained Muslim in, in name. He was not a, really a practicing Muslim, but uh, he would not accept uh, the reality of the gospel. He felt, felt I was throwing my life away when I turned to Christ. So even when we reconciled, we had to look for ways to be able to uh, rebuild a relationship, find topics we could talk about and all. But I'm so gr grateful to the Lord that he opened that avenue so we could reestablish contact before he passed away. Do you still have family in Saudi Arabia or do you travel there for other reasons? Uh, no, I don't have any family left uh, in Arabia. Mo my immediate family are all here in the United States, but my father was not uh, from Arabia. He was born and raised in Syria and we've got uh, hundreds and hundreds of relatives in Syria. 
Wonderful. So what do you do now? And, and how does Voice of Preaching the Gospel, VOPG.org, how does that work? Well, my particular uh, role of ministry with Voice of Preaching the Gospel is to, uh, to study and to teach on Islam. Uh, Voice of Preaching the Gospel itself is now in its 50th year and its main focus is the distribution of uh, scripture and evangelistic uh, literature and uh, apologetics material dealing with Islam, of course, and also discipleship literature for those uh, Arabs and Muslims who come to faith in Christ and need uh, some guidance in how to live as believers. So we, we ship out daily uh, boxes of uh, literature, of Bibles and so on. Uh, we also have a radio broadcast uh, here in the U.S that reaches out to the uh, Arabic speaking communities around the United States, as well as uh, then across North Africa and the Middle East uh, by AM radio, by satellite radio, FM radio. So, uh, uh, and then we also have our uh, internet site, Voice of Preaching the Gospel, VOPG.org, which is basically in Arabic and is a, w a way for many, many hundreds of thousands to connect. That is fascinating. If you know somebody in America who is Muslim or speaks one of the Middle Eastern languages, please visit VOPG.org to learn how you can reach out to them in their own language. Uh, when we come back, Mateen is gonna show us the Arabic New Testaments in their language that he's helping to distribute. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you, can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. 15 years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I back my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow, and to thank you for your support, I'm gonna pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. The MyPillow topper for the first time has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow mattress topper. It's just like a firm cloud. MyPillow helps me get a good night's sleep so I can do my job in the morning. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts, not just on my pillows, but so much more. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. 
Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Mateen Alas with VOPG.org. And Mateen, you brought some uh, reading material here, a little light reading, light reading for the audience. They, they can't read it from, from the screen, from their living room, but maybe you could hold it up and kind of display what you brought. Sure, well, uh, many people don't know, Chaps, that uh, the Muslim world uh, is about six times larger than just the Arabic speaking world. So although uh, we focus uh, in large part on the Arabic speaking Middle East and North Africa, the Muslim world uh, is much larger than that. So we've got Bibles and New Testaments in particular in languages other than just Arabic. Uh, here is uh, an Arabic New Testament. Uh, but then we also have, uh, of course, the Farsi, Persian language. That's what they speak in Iran. In Iran, yes. Yeah. Uh, then we also have uh, Turkish New Testament. These are all available for folks. Now, they, Turkish language is different than the Arabic language. It is, okay. and of course, after Kemal Ataturk uh, in the in the 1930s, he had the Turkish language, the Turkish script, anglicized. So even though it's still Turkish, they had special English letter, lettering uh, to make the language more westernized. So that's the, what this copy is now in. Uh, then this is, we have, I have two copies in Kurdish languages. Uh, this one is in uh, Kermanji, and uh, this one is in Sorani, uh, Kurdish. And then lastly, we have uh, a Gospel of John printed in Dari, which is the language of the Afghan people and some, per, and some Pakistanis as well. Now, I just read that Afghanistan, after the recent fall of democracy there and the rise of the Taliban, um, they have now become the number one persecutor of Christians in the world, even worse than North Korea. Uh, and to have a Gospel of John in the Dari language, it's like throwing a little beam of light into a, a cesspool of darkness. Uh, and, and I'm not gonna ask how you, how you get them in there, but uh, what do you think the impact is when somebody picks up the Gospel of John in their own language? Uh, it's. Uh... It's, Im it's impossible to overstate how uh, thrilling it is for people who've never had access to any scripture to be able to hold in their hands the, uh, the New Testament or a portion of the New Testament. Uh, we have sent uh, material, lots of material over the years into uh, Iran and have learned from uh, converts that uh, typically they themselves do have not had access to their their own copy of the Bible. And typically when a, when a community of Christians there, underground community, uh, gets a copy of the scriptures, uh, they will pass it around. Everyone will get a chance for one week to have it and to read and copy from that as much as they can before they pass it back to somebody else. It's a, it's a deeply held treasure. So the more copies that we can get of the scriptures into the hands of uh, individual people, uh, the greater the opportunity for the Spirit of God to move in their hearts and draw them to the Lord. So I had also read that when the Taliban took over and the recent insurgency became the Taliban government, that they went house to house and seizing your cell phones and, and they would look and if there was a Christian Bible app on your cell phone, then you were uh, set aside or punished or even martyred because of just reading the Bible on your cell phone. Is it better to have a printed copy? <clears throat> well, uh, <laughs> any possession of the scriptures 
in Muslim-dominated governments, especially the rad most radical ones, uh, is a recipe for disaster for the believer. But uh, because people treasure the scriptures so much, uh, they're, they're willing to deal with the possibility of uh, being arrested, tortured, or even worse, in order to have access themselves to the scripture. Now, if our audience wanted to donate to the printing of Bibles in all these languages for Muslims around the world that you, that you mentioned here, uh, how could they give? Is there a donate button at vopg.org? There is. Uh, the majority of the website is in Arabic, but there's a donate button, green uh, says donate on it, and you can click on that and follow the instructions. And I can tell you, I mean, we operate on a shoestring budget, but any money that is contributed, that is designated for the printing of Bibles goes completely to the printing of Bibles. We don't take anything for overhead or other expenses. So you talked about your own personal story, growing up in a Muslim household and then finding Jesus at a young age when you were in Saudi Arabia. Uh, how has that influenced your love for the Muslim people, starting with your father? Well, as you mentioned in the, in the introduction, um, I have no love for Islam as a religion. I think it uh, leads people away from the true God. But I have a, a deep love for the Muslim people, uh, starting with my own family, my father. My older brother is a practicing Muslim, he and his uh, wife and their children. My younger siblings are not practicing uh, the Muslim faith, nor my mother. Uh, but because of the family roots and the large family we have in Syria, I've, I have an ongoing passion to see any Muslims I come across, but especially the, the Arab peoples, that's where my cultural heritage is, uh, hear and respond to the gospel and come to find the love of Christ. What is the gospel of Jesus Christ? Well, the gospel very simply is uh, the truth that God sent his son into this world to save sinners. Uh, he sent, sent uh, the Lord Jesus to find the lost, uh, to uh, proclaim to them freedom from sin, release from uh, slavery to sin, and new, new life, eternal life, in and through Christ's own uh, sacrifice for us. His death uh, that happened as on the cross, and then his resurrection three days later on the first Easter Sunday. And he kind of paid the price and, and paved the way for us to be forgiven of our sins because he took that punishment in our place and now we can go to heaven even though I'm guilty of sin, uh, you are, we all are, uh, we can be forgiven of that and have eternal life in heaven. Absolutely, yes, uh, washed clean from our own sin and filth by uh, the precious blood of Christ as the scriptures tell us. So that sounds like a very loving message, um, not a hateful message, not a violent message, like sometimes the terrorists wanna do violence to us, right? But we go there to lay down our lives and to offer open hands of love. Mm -hmm. uh, describe that contrast a little bit. Well, in my experience in uh, talking with, and living with, working with Muslims, uh, the thing that is most difficult for them to understand is the fact that a self-proclaimed Christian could show love to someone that they themselves would perceive as an, an enemy. They would say, well, Christians, you see us Muslims as enemies. How can you love me? Because our faith tells us that we are to hate our enemies. Uh, we're, we're to kill them or dispose of them or subjugate them, but we're not to love them. 
so one of the most difficult things emotionally for Muslims to grasp is that a Christian could be showing love to a Muslim. And indeed, that often is the avenue by which hearts in the Muslim world are open to the gospel when they see a love that they just can't explain. The Quran in uh, Surah number 9, Surah Al-Tawbah it's called, in the 111th Surah, tells Muslims how they can make it to heaven. The only assurance that they have that they can get into heaven is if they do an exchange with Allah, where Allah says, uh, I will give you uh, paradise if in return you give me your life, in which means that you are willing to kill and to be killed uh, in, the, in the way of Allah, for the name of Allah. So jihad is a violent, it's a call to arms. It's, it is uh, armed warfare against the non-Muslim world. Wow, contrast that to how Jesus taught, and that is to lay down our own lives and to love our neighbor even if they kill us, uh, just night and day difference. Yeah, polar opposites. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'll ask Mateen Alas about Jesus in the Muslim tradition after this giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Do you need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. Do you have Muslim friends or neighbors living in America? We want to give them Bibles in their native language, and you can help. We're making a free offer to you, the viewing audience, to help give away free Bibles to Muslims. If you want us to send a copy of the New Testament for yourself or a friend in any of the following languages, we would love to send it to you free of charge. We've got an Arabic New Testament available, Farsi New Testament, Turkish New Testament, the Kurdish New Testament in Kurmanji, the Kurdish New Testament Sorani, and the Dari Gospel of John. All you need to do is contact our office by phone, 719-574-5900. Again, that's 719-574-5900. Or send an email request to hope at vopg.org. Again, that's hope, H-O-P-E, at vopg.org, and we'll process your request right away. God bless you. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. One more segment with Mateen Alas and his website, vopg.org, that is Voice of Preaching the Gospel, vopg.org. Click on the donate button and you can help print for a shoestring budget, Bibles or New Testaments or even the Gospel of John in the native language of Muslims around the world. Uh, Mateen, thank you for doing this. 
Um, pleasure. And you said 100% of people who give online, that's gonna go to printing the Bibles. Yes, if someone designates their donation to be for printing the Bibles, 100% of that goes towards Bible printing. And you have other expenses, travel and overhead, I understand that, but this is the tip of the spear. This is like very efficient way to use your charitable dollars to make the biggest impact. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Uh, one of the reasons I was attracted to Voice of Preaching the Gospel coming out of, uh, of uh, church ministry was because I saw j just how uh, scrupulous the ministry is with uh, taking care of donations, with uh, stretching everything as far as they can. So you're also a scholar, as you, you said, you've earned your doctorate, you've studied Islam from a Christian perspective. Uh, what have you discovered about Jesus in the Muslim tradition? Well, uh, the strange thing is that Muslims believe that uh, they're worshiping the true Jesus and uh, they are conflicted with Christians uh, over how Christians don't respect Muhammad as a true prophet because they say, in our religion, uh, we revere Jesus as a true prophet. So why as Christians don't you reciprocate and, and honor Muhammad as a, as a true prophet? And of course, there's a, a strong Christian answer to that. But uh, the point here is that uh, Muslims believe uh, in a Jesus the Jesus of the Quran, who's not the same as the Jesus of the New Testament. But for them, Jesus is a true prophet. He's a great prophet. Uh, he was born of the Virgin Mary. The Quran uh, acknowledges that. Uh, the Quran gives him some titles. Principal title is uh, the uh, son of Mary, meaning he had no, no human father. So he's called by Mary's name. Uh, second most uh, often used title of Jesus in the Quran is that he's the Messiah but Muhammad apparently had no understanding of what that term meant. He just uh, picked it up from talking with the Christians that Jesus is the Messiah. But this, the Quran also speaks of Jesus as the word of God, as a spirit from Allah, um, as, uh, as uh, one who is sinless. And uh, Muslims believe that Jesus was taken up from earth before uh, being crucified, so they don't accept the, the crucifixion, and of course, as a result of that, they don't accept the atonement, they don't accept the resurrection because they believe Jesus never died. But instead, he was, uh, in, a, in a sense, uh, raptured up to heaven, taken up before he could be killed. And he exists now, in the Muslim mind, alive in heaven, uh, waiting until Allah decrees that he should be sent back to earth, at which point he will become the leader of Islam, of the Muslim worldwide community, and cause all of the world to come under the uh, uh, power of Islam. And he'll live the rest of his life out uh, and die, be buried in uh, Medina, in the tomb next to Muhammad, and after that, God will bring all things to an end and bring the day of judgment. Uh, so that's a Muslim approach to Jesus. The, these are fascinating um, admixture of truth and falsehood, right? Uh, they, they acknowledge that Jesus is a prophet, that he was born to a virgin, uh, that he died on the cross, although they nope. don't believe in that. That he didn't die on the cross. Not, not the cross, uh, but, but that he's coming again to, to take over the world and say, but, but for Islam, not for exactly. Christianity. <laughs> uh, fascinating differences. Um, but I do wanna say, you know, there's somebody out there and maybe they're English speaking, but Muslim. Mm -hmm. And maybe they're watching this show and I wonder if you could present to them the Bible version of what you just said. How is, 
what does the Bible teach and maybe offer to pray with them? Sure. Well, the biggest thing I would say to any Muslim viewers is that uh, the Jesus who came 2,000 years ago and whose uh, teaching and whose life story is revealed in uh, the Gospels in the New Testament uh, is uh, not just a human being, but rather is God who became human in order to bear the sins of the human race on his own shoulders so that we could be set free from the penalty of our own sins. This Jesus, the Bible's Jesus, uh, uh, did come, did die on the cross uh, as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. After three days in the grave, he was raised by God the Father, and now he sits at the right hand of his Father in heaven, and one day he will come again to bring an end to this world and the start of a new creation. Uh, but it will be all those who are followers of his who have given their lives over to him who will be saved. And so for any of, uh, any of you watching out there, this is the message. Uh, you can have life eternal if you are willing to uh, confess your own sins and turn yourself over to the Lordship, to the leadership of Jesus Christ in your life. If you're willing to say, uh, from here on out, uh, I want to belong to you and I want to live for you. If you do that, the Holy Spirit will come into your heart and connect you in an eternal relationship with Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Would you say a prayer? Sure, I'd be glad to. <clears throat> Let's pray together. <clears throat> Gracious Lord Jesus, uh, we thank you for the gift of your own life. You said no one has greater love for another than one who's willing to give up his life for his friends. You've done that, not just for your friends, uh, but for those who are rebels and uh, enemies of yours. And Lord, we ask that your love will penetrate cold, closed hearts and open them to your offer of eternal salvation. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your warmth, your compassion, your love, uh, your own forgiveness. I pray, Lord, for those who are, uh, who are on the bubble, not knowing whether to turn to you or not, that uh, you will come to them uh, in friendship and show yourself to them and draw them into your eternal fellowship. And we ask this, Lord, for the sake of your kingdom and for the sake of our joy. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you're gonna give money today, don't give it to us. Go to vopg.org and donate to them directly, vopg.org. Thank you for watching, we'll see you next time. The Bible says this in James 1, that pure religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. You know, we have been sponsoring up to 259 orphans and children in one of the poorest states in India for many years, but now there is a famine of biblical proportions happening because of the unemployment there. We are sponsoring people who otherwise cannot feed themselves. We've given over $10,000 to feed up to 100,000 meals to the poorest of poor in one of the poorest states in the world. We need your support. We need your financial contributions. Can you help us? There's somebody out there watching who could give $1,000 or even $10,000 toward a matching gift for what we have already provided. Please donate today. Prayinjesusname.org is our website. 
or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please help us feed the poor today. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.